Welcome back to Those Art Teachers. I'm your host, Caitlin, and I'm here with my co-host, Corby. Hi. And we are going to discuss displaying artwork today in this episode. How do we choose artwork to display? How do we display artwork? Any ins and outs of that process? So let's get started. Uh, Corby, how do you display artwork? I am really interested to know this because... I know what you used to do in Kansas uh, in elementary, but I don't know how you do it for middle school, and maybe that has changed. It definitely has changed, especially compared to me being at the elementary school in Kansas because it was very much like themed displays and grouped uh, by grade levels projects. Here in middle school, our hallways are really drab. And we do not have a lot of bulletin boards in middle school or at my middle school. We have like these bulletin board like strips at the top of the ceiling because kids change classes and it's really, really fast paced and they pretty much are like knock into the walls. So if you have, if you want to hang anything, you have to like hang it at the very top, basically like at the ceiling. And it's so weird. Like if you're walking down the hall, no one is like looking up at the little like cork board strip. And we only have a couple display cases. Well, that's not super accurate. There are display cases by certain classrooms. So like art has a very small but nice display case right by the art room. And then there's a really big display case by one of the main entrances. But teachers kind of like take turns using it. And then there's some other classrooms that have like their own display case. So the actual space for displaying is very, very limited. So do you have access to use those display cases or you like any of them or do you have to only use the one that's by your room? Yeah, so I use the one that's by my room really frequently. And then the very large display case that's by the main entrance, I will put artwork in there when I do collect a lot of artwork to display. But I actually have been displaying artwork very, I would say, non-traditionally since we came back from virtual art teaching because of the limitations of the school's situation. And also, middle schoolers are very finicky about wanting people to see their work or like not wanting people to see their work. So I was like, I want to display all of this artwork. And they're like, no, 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 like I'm so embarrassed, like I don't want to show it. And I'm like, no, it, it's fantastic. And I was dealing with that a little bit at the elementary level and then like finally worked my way to like have the kids trust that it was like a good thing to like show your artwork. But I feel like elementary is like a different ballgame of convincing them in that realm. So they're like more proud to show it. So the middle schoolers, I have basically utilized a few different things since virtual teaching to give them options for displaying. So one of the options is when we do anything that's three-dimensional, I have a virtual art gallery that I've built and the students can post their work to this Padlet that I've created so that it collects all of the ceramic work because they're so excited to take their ceramics home. So they don't have to display it right away, but they get to just like pack it up and take it home because that's what they want to do. But then it also can be displayed because we have access to this link that then creates this really cool virtual gallery. So that was something that I've kept from the pandemic. And then I have a really giant space in my actual classroom. It had like a bunch of shelves on it or like 
like a flat file like drawers and organizers and like all the filing cabinets and it was just like taking up a bunch of space I took it all off the wall so it created this super open area and I actually created this gallery wall that was intended for peer feedback almost like if you think of like critiques back in undergrad and so I was having kids like put up their work and then they were doing like a glow and a grow where they would write something positive about a student's work and then they would give feedback to practice having that peer review but from that activity they actually wanted to keep their artwork up on this gallery wall and so the gallery wall now has exploded and they basically just like stick their artwork up on this big giant space in the art room whenever they want so it can be a finished product it can be a sketch it can be something like silly that they just like randomly made and so this wall in the art room has become this wonderful living breathing piece of art that all the students are contributing to and curating I love that that's awesome because then it's also like well they and they can put it up right yeah they can put it up whenever they want yeah that's cool because then they're also participating in that aspect of like displaying their artwork and their it's their choice to display it so that's really cool that makes sense why there's not like big bulletin boards and stuff like low on the walls since middle schoolers are like transitioning all in the hallways and stuff like that. But yeah, I was wondering about like big display cases or areas where there's like areas where there's space to display. That makes sense. And with your digital, I had a question about your digital one for like 3D stuff. Do you display that on a screen somewhere or like you said it was on Padlet, but like do you display that somewhere or is it just accessible to the students on their devices? Yeah, so I have the link uploaded in our learning management system. So we use Schoology. So on each class's page, they can access it so they could like look at it. But I will say I haven't gotten a good system or like flow with it. I only really showcase it when we're doing ceramic work so it kind of has become just a ceramic virtual gallery and then I can also share it with like the staff like to show them what we're working on or like our uh, weekly newsletter which that's another way that I feature kids artwork is I'll upload pictures to the weekly newsletter so staff and family can see what's going on so that is how the virtual gallery has been working so far. Do you send a weekly newsletter home just from your art department or is it like as part of a whole school newsletter? It's a whole school newsletter and then there's different sections. And so like science will share some stuff and then like social studies can share projects or like art will all like feature artists every now and again. That's cool. I wish our school did that. That would be cool. I did do a like a specials newsletter. Um a few months ago for with the specials and I think I we sent it out in like September during conference week and I sent out like a digital one and then I also printed it and like put it around the building so when parents were walking through for conferences they could like see what we're doing in art and what we're doing in music PE library and like events that coming up and stuff like that and I think I'll do another one for like the next semester but I like the idea of a weekly one or like more often um, and featuring art to display on there because that's a cool idea. But yeah, that's not really set up in our building right now. 
But that's a neat idea. It's it's a lot of work. Like I definitely am not in a good habit about it. Like I'll do it every once in a while for the newsletter. I definitely did it a lot more this. So it was, oh my gosh, was it last year? I guess it was the first year that we were back and like not virtual. Um, but the secretaries do such a great job. Like they put it all together and then they ask, like they'll send out reminders too of like, oh, hey, if you have anything that you want featured, let us know. So when they were doing that, that was really helpful. And we got some new secretaries this year. So they're like getting the hang of things. And this year's kind of just felt like really busy and really hectic. So I've kind of forgotten about that this year. But the gallery wall is definitely the strongest, <laughs> the strongest living artwork in the art room. So that's been awesome. But the kids really do like the virtual uh, sculpture gallery. Like I will have them look at it when we're starting our ceramic projects or that we were using it as like with response activities and they really liked seeing all the, the different classes artwork too. So that was a really cool thing about it. Not just like their class periods artwork. Yeah. I like that idea of having like an ongoing digital display to show classes like what kids are doing in other classes like have that on the screen just in the room like as they're working and stuff or like showing it during demonstration time like okay this is the demonstration but like this is what we did in other classes just as like some other examples of ideas and then it's also kind of like in the studio habits of mind for tab it's like understanding art worlds because that's like talking to other artists, looking at other artists, and you're engaging them with their own peers and, like, looking at them as their as artists. Like, hey, this is what an artist in the other class did because it I think it kind of, to position it that way, kind of frames it like it's like you're valuing their ideas and their work, you know, like you're holding it, you're you, – What's the term I'm looking for? You're like, you're displaying it, but you're also using it to like learn and teach from. Yeah. And I think that means a lot to students. I think that when I've shown student examples for projects or have like, um, which I'll talk about more in a minute, but like a rotating slideshow on like an extra laptop going, they're really invested when they're like, oh yeah, I know, like I'll put the student's name with the image and they're like oh I know exactly who that is <gasps> they're an eighth grader they made this that's so cool and so it starts more conversation and I think it actually does like it makes them feel more valued more connected and more empowered because they're seeing artists their own age and like what they're capable of and then it's like oh yeah like if that person can do that I can do that and I was gonna say so I asked the tech our tech person at school when we had some like open house nights, basically. I had physical artwork, but then I had a lot of artwork, like photos that kids had taken home of like drawings or three-dimensional work and wanted to show them off. And so I did make a slideshow and I kept this extra monitor and loaded them so that they could just be on a rotating slide deck. And I actually have put that in my my personal like art display case outside my room so that that does rotate and feature like different artists not just digital work, but like displayed on a monitor, which has been really cool too. You put the monitor in the display case? Yeah. So there's a plug in there. And so I have a monitor and then it is set up. So it like I link it to my laptop and then I like share a file with it. And then it just like plays yeah. on a slideshow. I love that idea. And there's not 
a plug in my display case, but like I really wish I could, maybe I could look at that and see if I could work that out somehow. Because I asked you about the digital one because I'm interested in that idea because I only have one small like actual 3D display case right outside my room. There's none, there's no others in the whole school. So it's, and it's very small. So, um, you only have the one? Yeah. For like 3D. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's what I was going to say. I remember, like, I know seeing your like Instagram stuff, like you have bulletin boards, but I just assumed that you had more than one display case because when you're showing work, like you do rotate it pretty quickly. So I just thought maybe you had more than one. I didn't realize you only had one. As far as display cases, I only have one small one. Like it's very small. And so like it's like three feet by like four feet. Like it's very small. Yeah. And it's built into the wall. It's very old school. But which I like, you know, it's like it's really nice. But I access it through like my closet in my room. And there's not a like I get into the back of it. And there's there's not a there's not a like plug inside of there, but there might be in the closet. So I might be able to put a display like a video display in there. Because when we're doing 3D stuff, I can only fit like a few things in there. And so I like I like the idea of having a digital display somewhere. And we don't have screens in our hallways or anything. I would put it on that. Yeah. So I like the idea of finding a way to display the 3D, like more 3D art. Yeah, I think depending on your situation with the screen, like I know the monitor we had extra like we're phasing out technology so that was how it happened otherwise I wouldn't have been able to do that but the Padlet website I'm pretty sure oh my gosh that was from virtual I have to give credit to Art of Teaching she's a high school art teacher in California amazing amazing Instagram follow uh, for content ideas and I think she used Padlet as like a resource hub or something and so I was using it for that during the pandemic and then I also used it as a quick we're gonna post our artwork to this gallery while we were in zoom so like all the kids could share and they loved it so that's how it started and then because of my lack of also even though I have like one small display case by me and then a really big one but I have to share that with other teachers but I pretty much like dominate that big display case anyways because of the size or the space limitation, I too feel the same way where 3D work takes up so much space and I want to display all of them because they're all so creative, but there's just not enough space. And then the kids want to take it home right away. So I think that virtual gallery Padlet is like a great solution for collecting it. It's like a literal virtual museum. Yeah, I really like that idea. And I just thought about this. They did just get like a new screen like monitor in the office but I think it's mostly most of the time they have like security cameras on that screen and it's but I could ask them about displaying art on that when they're not like needing to look at it for security (laughs) it's like no security (laughs) security schmurdy like no just kidding no when you're done with security let's look at some art (laughs) yeah no just kidding they would definitely need those cameras um (laughs) available but um yeah, that's what I was wondering about because I do display a lot of 2D art in the hallways. Like I have one small bulletin board in my hallway, but and I have a bunch of tack strips, like bulletin strips. Mm-hmm. 
And then the bolts and strips are in all the hallways. We have like four major hallways. And there's tons of bolts and strips all over. There's also some other big bulletin boards. And there's basically one per grade level. But a lot of the grade levels have told me like, if you want to use that bulletin board, go for it. Or if we're not using it, like you can always use it. They're very generous with all the wall space in the hallways. But that's that's great for 2D art. But yeah, that dis- the digital display is a cool option for 3D art. But I, this year, have not been displaying art like I have the other four years that I've taught. And that is because of the transition to tab. Yeah, it changes a lot. Yeah, it is very different because, well, for a lot of reasons. But if you guys listen to our episode on tab and what we're kind of trying to do in our different art rooms, I am trying to implement like a pretty much full-blown tab room this year and with, you know, some modifications. And there's a lot of free choice. And there's a lot of structure, but there's a lot of free choice. There's It's not a cookie-cutter art project that's being done. The difficult part about that is, like, in the past when I did teach, I was doing more teacher-directed, a little bit more cookie-cutter. Like, I've never done it where, like, everything looks exactly the same. But, um, you know, where everything was, like, similar or, like, they had choices, but it was, like, a similar topic or a theme or whatever it was. Um, so... In those times, it was easier to, like, group a work of art, like a, a series or a not a series, a group of art works, and to display them in the hallway as, like, a, a unifying group. But now everything is all over the place. Like, it's all different. It's all unique. It's all independent projects. And in my grades two through five, especially. And so I'm just getting to the point of the year where, <laughs> like, it's sort of crazy that I'm saying this, but I finally have, like, graded and, like, organized all of the artwork from the beginning of the year to now of the drawing studio. Like, it's, November and I'm finally getting through that dang I already put up like a whole display case of like a bunch of different things that's what I was gonna ask you of like are you grouping them based are you still trying to group them based on a topic or are you just gonna like have it be more of like a salon type hanging no what I'm saying is like I have not displayed pretty much anything from grades two through five at all dang that is different for you like that's a long time because like people why I'm like why I'm surprised too is like Kate like bulletin boards and Caitlin are like a thing like bulletin boards are like an installation and I feel like no like watching your Instagram like I feel like (laughs) we're a thing yeah like I thought I, I guess I feel this way too of like when you do a display case or a bulletin board you're literally installing artwork like you're making it like appealing and pleasant like for the hallways and like yeah you usually are very on top of like all right bulletin boards down I'm getting this up like I've got a theme I'm going I'm doing and so for you to say that you haven't done that at all that's why my mouth is just like what 
like it has dropped on video like I know people can't see that but I am just like whoa that is very different for you yeah I mean the only things that I have like installed or like displayed this whole year have been kindergarten first grade only once like one project from each of those and and it wasn't even all of them and I did display the which I put on my Instagram but like it's the only thing I posted about this year on my Instagram but it was like our dot day project and it was a school-wide collaboration and I did that took a lot of work to like put that all together and like hang it up and display it and I had that up from like September because we started in August like early August so I had that up from like September and I just took it down like last week (laughs) but it was just in one hallway like on one wall and I it was a nice like pretty display and it was a good school-wide collaboration so like I left it up for a long time but as far as like grades two through five that's the only thing that's been displayed so so many questions when you're displaying is it gonna be just like salon style like do you have a game plan yeah Yeah, I was just curious that's how mine's been and it's totally fine like I think you have to really shift not having like a general theme and everything matches and be okay with letting that go and teachers still being like what are they making in art and be like we're artists we're making lots of things and this is how it's gonna look like there's a variety just like us and then it's all good yeah there's a few reasons why I haven't put anything up yet for two through five. Well, one, as we announced in the last episode, like I'm pregnant <laughs> and I have just been like extremely tired this semester. So I have not been staying late. Like one of the only times I have to display art is if I stay after school and work for like an hour after school And that might only give me, like, get me through one or two areas of, like, hanging stuff up. So the expectation of, like, covering the hallways in artwork is a very high expectation of our, like, time management or time that we are volunteering. And so I have just not had it in me this year to give that much time. Like, I just haven't. And so out of all the things, it's like, well, what am I going to do? Am I going to um, plan for this week or am I going to hang up work? Obviously, I'm going to choose plan for this week because that's something I have to do. Whereas displaying artwork is like nice and I have done it a lot in the past, but the other teachers also have stuff that they can display and like I don't have to be the only one, you know, covering the hallways. So... I've taken that pressure kind of off myself this year of like I'm only going to display stuff when I have the time and if I don't have the time then it doesn't get displayed and that's okay. Yeah I was gonna say I think we could debate that us making time for displaying artwork is still like having to carve a huge chunk of time out of our lives to do that because it does take a lot of time no matter what we're displaying. I think for me, the middle school situation, like not having big bulletin boards like I used to at elementary, not having the same access to display methods, that really helped take the pressure off of like, okay, this is different. You don't have to like cover the walls with artwork, even though I 
do because it looks really drab. But that was nice to let go of that pressure. Also, my middle schoolers wanting to display their work in my art room has been a huge shift too of like they want to put that up right then and there and it's up and it's done. And so I'm like, cool, great. We're displaying artwork here. Um, I will say I'm having them turn their artwork in. So I have a filing cabinet and I've kind of taken the idea of the gallery wall to now move out into the communal space of the middle school and all the other hallways where I give them the option of putting their artwork if they want to, they don't have to. And kids are dropping off like similar things like sketches, finished work. It's all over the place. And I'm like, cool, great. I'll scoop it up. And when I'm ready to do a gallery or a display case shift, I've got all a, a fresh batch of new creations that I'm just going to put up in the display case, call it good and pass that other artwork back. And it really has saved a lot of time because they are more now in charge of curating those spaces based on what artwork they give me as well. <laughs> so that's been really nice. Yeah, I like that they have some control in it too. And that's what I started doing. So when I started getting independent projects like rolling in that were done and I like got them graded and everything what I decided to do was give them the option of because they're all so different and some of them were a little bit more like experimental versus like having a like kind of finished idea of what they want to do so I I gave them the option of if you want me to hang it up this is what you need to do if you want to take it home because some of them really wanted to take it home like as soon as they got it back being graded like if you want to take it home great take it home and I've never done that in the past I've always kept all their work and like hung it up but now I'm kind of of the mindset of like give it to them while they're still excited about it <laughs> and they will show their grown-ups and they will share that excitement at home and they'll like continue to stay motivated because I think that helps them like giving them those little morsels of like here enjoy it like enjoy it take it home uh helps them stay motivated like in art class to like to have more to take home and more to show off and some of them don't want to show their stuff in the hallway so this year I and through the tab philosophy I have learned about like wow projects which is kind of a term that I think a lot of tab teachers use. So when something is not just like an experiment, it's not a sketch, it's like kind of a finished project, like from start to finish, like a, you know, whether yeah. it was thought out or like it was a happy accident or whatever it was, like if it's something they're really proud of and it's like, wow, then they do like a reflection sheet or artist statement on that topic or on that project and they turn it in for a grade and that is the project that then they is hung up. I'm having them mount their for the 2D draw or 2D paintings, drawings, printmaking, whatever 2D we're doing. I set up like a little station called Wow Projects and I wrote out like this little sign and it says like if you have a wow project you want to be hung up in the hallway this is what you need to do like first first fill out a reflection sheet on it or artist statement and then second mount it on the like black paper so then they like glue it or you know like glue stick on the black paper 
And then when they're all done and they write their name for like rewrite it on the back of the black paper. And then when they're done, they take that reflection sheet and they tape it just underneath the artwork so that it hangs down so that in the hallway when I do hang it up people can look at the art but they can also see the art artist statement and reflection sheet and see what materials they used. it's kind of like a like a little gallery wall because they can see like what materials they used what studio habits of mind they used uh on the reflection sheet there's also a spot for them to write like one thing they want someone to know about their artwork so maybe it was like I worked really hard or I really liked this idea or next time I would change this. And then they have an artist title or an artwork title. They have their name on it, da, da, da. So that's what I am having them do for their wow projects. And I just have, I haven't hung them any up yet, but I just started collecting those. And it's interesting, a lot of people a lot of students decided to take theirs home and they didn't want to hang it up. But I do have like a growing collection of art that is getting matted or, you know, mounted. I think I'm just going to start, instead of putting them all around the school, I think I'm just going to have like a wow project wall. And then I put up those wow projects. And that way, because I have been confused about like, how do I categorize things? Because they are all different. They're so different from each other. Like, yeah. But that's okay. Which is, no, it is okay. But like w- as far as like a bulletin board or like even a tax strip like on the wall. You just throw it up there, girl. Like just get it done. And it looks so cool. Like it, I think there's so much more exciting when they're so different. Like I should have sent you a picture before we talked about this of what I've got in my display case now. It's all over the, <laughs> it's all over the place, but it's really cool. And it's really cool that they've picked what they want to be displayed. And then hearing the kids talk about too, like, oh, look at this one. And like, oh, that's so-and-so. Oh my gosh, this one's so neat. And I know who made this. And there's more kids actually putting their artwork. So for my routine of like, do you want this hung up or not? They have to send it to this cabinet, the display cabinet. But they're like dropping off more artwork to put up like in the hallways like they're taking more of their sketches they're taking more of the things that they want to show off and putting it in their class period bin so that when I do the next display case like they want theirs to go in there so they're just they're turning in all these things that they're proud of and it it really isn't just like a random worksheet that we did it really is like what they worked on on their focus Friday or a project that they were really proud of or they did like a side sketch of a little original character and it turned into something else and it, it's just like all so different and the variety is really, really beautiful. Like it's so cool. Yeah. But I think in order to like help my colleagues kind of understand too, because like they're used to what I've done in the past and yeah, I know, I know. Like You don't owe them anything though. That's I did a face. I did a face. And that's why Caitlin said, yeah, I know, because you don't owe them anything. Yeah, like, that's- but yes, but. I feel like right now they're like, they're probably wondering where in the world is the art? Like, why is there no art up in second? You can tell them I'm pregnant and I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But like I, but that's, this is me speaking like my self-conscious voice, like 
feeling like, oh, people are probably judging me because I have not put any artwork up for grades two through five yet this year. And I'm like such a bad teacher, like blah, blah, blah. That's just my like spiral of like, oh, I'm not doing enough. But I know that I am and that this is like above and beyond and I don't have it in me right now to go above and beyond on everything. So, um, but, so part of my, I guess part of my little defense mechanism for that is like, or coping is like, okay, how can I display artwork because it's going to look different than what they're used to in the past for me to do. So instead of everything, like all the artwork having the theme or whatever, and like having a whole class of art up, like if I kind of market it in a way to my school as like, this is the wow wall of independent projects from the drawing studio and independent projects from the painting studio and independent, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if I market it in a way, then maybe they'll just like understand it better and they'll be like really supportive of it and or at least it'll make me feel better. Like, I don't know, but I was gonna say, it honestly sounds more of like you're categorizing it so that you can group it. So it makes sense like in my head. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. I was, I just am definitely going to advocate for like, you have nothing to, you have nothing to prove to them though. You don't, but I do understand it is hard to let go. It's hard to let go of the like bulletin board, cute themed, Stuff. Oh, I like boot by when I do. <laughs> That's the interesting part is that I feel like if you walked into my art room, you would be like, oh my gosh, this is very cool. This is very much Corby. And it is. And then it's like the kids like went with it. Like they're on board. Like there was no convincing. What that means is that it is very controlled chaos. Like there is lots of opportunities to express yourself and to showcase who you are through your artwork and the gallery wall like when I say gallery wall it is not at all an organized bulletin board like the kids literally can take a thumbtack and they can or they can take a little clip and they can choose to pin up their artwork or they can choose to clip it to the little rope display that I have and it is just like all over the place I had a student last year that looked at it and was like Miss Liker, I really want to organize that for you. I wish everything was linear. And I was like, I understand. However, if you do that, it's going to like totally change by the next class period because there's so many kids in and out and there isn't like a set in stone and everybody's making different things. Like I have large giant drawings on the gallery wall and the gallery wall is in my classroom, but I have those large drawings that are like, let's say eight by 10 or like, what is it? 24 by 18 or whatever in size to like really small little sketches of musty the rat or like little comic book characters that they just like like pin up like randomly so it's just I mean when I say variety like it is a big variety and that's on my gallery wall though or our gallery wall in the display case I do take the two-dimensional work and I put it like I tape it on the back to like a standing um display not a frame but like you poke out the little it's like a holder and then you put the artwork on it so it's like standing up right and so it's all like a little more organized but there is a mixture of ceramic work two-dimensional work um it is definitely like not a a, not a theme per se of media or content 
except just these are this is what students are making this is what they're interested in this is what they're investigating yeah and I think I will be okay with it once I get it up it just it's it's a different it's going to be a different look than what I'm used to doing in my in the hallways and what the whole staff is used to seeing and so I think I'm just a little nervous for that change and then I just need to do it but but just like everything else with tab like I've been a little nervous and then it goes like really well most of the time and then I like learn as I go and figure it out and it's great I don't have a big bulletin board like in my classroom I really wish I did I have a space though in a corner that I have like basically it's the gallery wall of student artwork that they just give me because in elementary like they just give you a lot of stuff they want to give it to you like as a little gift just like a little token minor and it's so on cute my whiteboard it's so have, cute it's like i don't have a whiteboard a though like i don't have a lot of space on my walls in my classroom to well, yeah and you're in elementary i'm in middle school like we've got whiteboards a lot all of our classrooms have whiteboards except for mine like wait really yeah. oh yeah and i guess i had one at my last elementary art school in kansas yeah like Almost all of them do, but mine... Yeah, you do have a really, really small room. I have an odd, odd room, and I don't have a lot of wall space because there's cabinets everywhere. So anyway, I just have a different, unique challenge to that. But I, in the space that I do have, um, in the space I do have on the actual wall, I created like a gallery wall, and it's been there for a long time, but I, this year... I'm just I used to only put like a few things up at a time and then take them down and switch them out and now I'm just like putting them it's filled all over and the students because I was just I had this whole stack of stuff they gave me and there's a lot of great stuff because they have been able to experiment and like sketch a lot and it's it's different than what we did in the past so there's a lot of great stuff that's like sketches and I just put it all up and I had students coming in like, oh, what's that? Like, what is that wall? And I'm like, that's our gallery wall. That's like all this stuff that um, people are just giving me and like sketching and they don't want to throw away. And but I like the idea of letting the students put it up. But the thing is, because it's on sheetrock, I'm like pushing mm. in. I know. And so I'm like pushing in pins hardcore into the wall and then trying to reuse those same holes if that makes sense and then I do have like a few little bulletin boards that I got that I put up on the wall to like try to help make it easy to push in but I could just have kids tape it up like I might just do that why don't you just do clips like you get 3m strips and put the clip on the cinder block and then string it so it's like that was my other thing actually that I was trying to create is an area when we do printmaking that they can like clip their prints up to the wall. So if you just do clips on the cinder blocks and then it's like a string that goes back and forth, then they can just access another clip and then like close pin it. That's like part of my gallery wall. And then the other half is actual tacks because my, this wall that I have up where kids are curating the space, it is a, like a giant wall that's literally is a built-in bulletin board. It's glorious. But at my old school in Kansas, um, I did that a lot in the hallways like to add extra space or like use butcher paper but that's like really annoying and a lot of work but yeah you could just do the clips in the 3m strips and create like a close like a clothesline 
uh, effect or contraption. Yeah, I think I I I like that idea. Either that or just like have them have them tape it up and like take it down. Um, yeah, I do like that idea, and I have I think I have some stuff to do that with actually. So all good ideas. Would you consider displaying art like? a requirement or a job requirement of an art teacher or do you consider it kind of extra? I think it's not literally outlined in a job description like point blank. It has never said must display student artwork but I think one could debate that it would be considered as a like an understood part of the job because there's always like a vague section that's like um like uplifting students or like promoting a positive culture or like anything that goes back to that realm I think the display of artwork and the promotion of that could be categorized as such I ask because it's hard so I feel like people art teachers do like across the board it differently like some display every single art piece from every single student in the class yeah and I did that for a while. That's rough. Um, from like the whole school, all up in the hallway. It is a lot. I would just take turns with the classes that I featured. Like this time it's going to be fourth grade. This time it's going to be third. This time it's going to be second. And I would just like hit them once and then be like, yeah. okay, that's, we're good. Like not every single one yeah. all the time. You did it all at the same time? Well, like if I hung up on like art from that grade level it was every kid from every class like it wasn't yeah it wasn't just it wasn't just like pick and choose which ones I hung up yeah yeah okay same because some people would just do like oh this is the project again more teacher directed but like this is the project that we did with third second and third grade and then they only choose some of those like a small group of those like a sample and then they put those up on, like, a bulletin board. But then I've always wondered, like, the, that's why I always just did everybody's. Because I hated to, like, leave anyone out. Because um, then it's like, what about the kids that did it? And then they don't see theirs up there. And then they, like, feel like, oh, you don't like my art. Yeah. So that's why I put everybody's. I was going to say, generally, if a kid was, like, absent or there are different situations where, like, they're missing and the product – the the project isn't finished, then it might not make it to, like, the third grade display of, of like, all of that. But that would, yeah, be the only time that it was, like, oh, that student might not have had their artwork up that year because of that situation. But, yeah, I would – what about you, though? Do you not consider putting up artwork part of the job? No, I do. And that's why I think I've also felt guilty this semester of, like, not doing much of it. But the problem is – is if it's not built into our schedule as like if we don't have time to do that. Oh yeah. It's like how are we supposed to do that? And if it if you consider it like a requirement or like you can you consider it you if you have this like unwritten rule that like you're supposed to do all of this, then when are we supposed to do it? Like I totally use my plan time. I'm trying to not take work home though. So like I can't I can't – whatever I don't get done during my plan period is – I'm not getting it done because I'm trying not to take work home uh, to for the weekend and the, the evenings because 
uh, for a lot of reasons, but A, most importantly, like we don't get paid for that time. So, um, and I used to do that more and it was just, it was like weighing on me. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of like, it's how I feel like I could get burnt out. And that's why I think a lot of teachers can get burnt out. It's a lot of freaking work to display art and to curate it and to do all of that. Even if we're saying, like, I'm letting my students choose which pieces they want to display or not, I'm still putting it and I'm putting it on them to, like, mount it, do the reflection, all of that. But still, once I get that pile, it's still on me. It's still on me to find the time to go and find a spot and put it up and it takes time and effort and it I do not I literally do not have the time during my work day and I guess that's the thing for me like I've been trying to not take like grading home not take school home like keep it separate more so for me I have carved out like I know or I generally kind of like have a feeling of okay I'm gonna get a batch of artwork and I I have like mentally set like a plan time that I'm going to use not to like catch up on grades or like not to do some prep materials or not to um, project plan or whatever that I know I'm just going to end up dedicating that plan to like taking the display down and then putting the display up and then boom it's done and I don't have to change it out for however many months and if it does get even busier and more hectic and more stressful because it always ebbs and flows I'm like, cool, great. At least I've changed it. We've got the gallery wall in the classroom. So that's always living and breathing. And that does help alleviate pressure of, oh, I really have to keep up like all this art on the walls and I have to showcase all of the student stuff all around the school. So I've really worked to give myself grace on that because I do agree. It takes a lot of time. It's stressful. And if I am sitting and worrying about changing it, like, um really really frequently then yeah I could totally spend more time on it but I'm I've set that boundary like I am I have not been doing that the past couple years I've just been letting it be organic and really manage do I actually have time for this or do I not like what are we gonna do no I mean that's and and that's basically when I'm able to find the time to actually get some stuff up it's in an odd plan where I actually have stuff, like I have all my plans ready, like I have stuff prepped, I don't need to use that time for anything else. And so then I can actually go and like display art or take stuff down. Because then you also have to take it down and pass it back out. So it's like a lot of steps. Um, But wait, I was going to ask, like if you hang it up and like you said, leave it up for months, then that means those students aren't getting to take them home for months. So when I put it up, I don't like to leave it up for like a super long time because that like they want to take that stuff home. Um, I've also always told the teachers like if you need that space because they were letting me use like the whole school. So I was like, if you need that space, like take that art down yourself and hand it to your class. Like that's great. But this year I just have not been using the whole school. I, I literally have like been slack in my mind I've been slacking and I I get that I think it is different when you have all the grade levels and you I do think there is an extra pressure to fill up the whole school whereas I know my mind shift or my mindset has shifted because of occupying like just the electives hall and it feeling like a different planet basically and we're like all on the same page and I don't feel the pressure to like go put up artwork 
in the math, like the sixth grade hall or like the math area or like the social studies area. Like that is a very different feeling too. So I think that that has helped alleviate my feeling of pressure for putting up stuff. But I know that's like very, very different boat because it is, I do think it weirdly is usually always on the art teacher in the elementary world to decorate the school. It's like, oh yeah, like you guys are the ones making everything. So like, let's go art teachers, like get with it. So I I do get that. Which our admin has multiple times like encouraged teachers to like put up what they're learning in their classrooms, put it up in the hallway, like, and I'm glad because I, when it is all empty, like, it does feel like it's on me to hang everything up, but it's not, and I don't know why I think it is, like, they all have stuff they're doing in their classrooms that they can put up in the hallways too, Yeah, and if everyone helps do that, then the halls are great, they're they're full, and it doesn't have to be, like, decorated, because that's also the not the point of our art projects is not to just like be decoration yeah but I didn't realize this would be such a hot topic for me (laughs) yeah I didn't either and I think the school culture has a lot to do with it being a hot topic but there are cool things happening in homeroom classes and there's stuff that can be displayed and it's also really empowering like if you're a not an art teacher listening to this we're basically saying like yes display your students work like it doesn't have to be an art project to show off that you're proud of them or that they matter because they love that too like I think it was really cool about my last elementary school in Kansas that the teachers would put up on their bullets and strips next to their classroom often like even like math work social studies they incorporated a lot of different things for their English language arts And that was really awesome for the kids to see, too, that they're supported. And then at my current school, the other hallways do use their strips and display their, like, group projects and things like that. And it is really neat because it does build a sense of community, too. And, like, all learning is valid. It's not just relying on the art teacher to literally feel like they have to decorate the hall or, like, curate this museum experience, even though that's, like, super fun and lovely. But that is a lot of freaking pressure. Yeah, and again, it takes a lot of time to do that. So if like that, if that kind of job could be just you know distributed across the school, then it's not so much time that one person is doing, trying to take up the space and like fill like fill the space and also put up and take down the artwork. Like that's just so much work. And I have had some volunteers in the past, like some parent volunteers. But this year, like, not – well, and COVID ruined that for a while. Like, my first year, they helped a lot. So I want to get back to that. That's actually what I was going to ask you was not even about parents, but I was curious if you've ever designated students to help you hang up artwork like a student job or like a helper or a like a TA task, but then that would require training and well and and a lack of supervision. Like I can't really leave any of my students like alone. Oh yeah. Like you Well yeah, but like in the hallway, like across from where you are with a buddy. But I mean Oh yeah, you guys don't have a wall by no. you. And like I can't just like send them out in the hallway. Like I guess I could maybe with the fifth graders, like some responsible ones. 
Because, like, little kids can't reach the tax strips to, like... Oh, yeah, I'm not talking, like, kindergartners do this. But maybe (laughs) fifth graders, I might, but, like, at the same time, we're not supposed to give them jobs that are, like, work, work, like, stuff that's, like, our stuff to do, or, like, lifting stuff, carrying stuff, like, I don't know. Yeah, and I guess this is debatable if it's our part of our job description or not. yeah. (laughs) And also if it's, but if it is a presenting standard and you want to have like show, if you want to, I wonder if there's any art teachers who do like teach how to, like I'm showing them how to mount their artwork, black paper, kind of like almost frame like, you know, and then also like attaching the artist statement. I'm not showing them like how to actually put it on the wall or like having them do that, Mm -hmm. that step. So I wonder if there are art teachers that do include that in their like, in their lesson about presenting or managing materials or like however whatever standard they like attach that to um but I don't do that we did that for that Kahindi Wiley project I did back in elementary at Kansas when they made like the frame and like they put the whole project the portrait project together and then I did have fourth grade like I reserved a bulletin board for them and then we did talk about like that the frame was presenting or like how that was making it more of like a presentable piece and like why you would create a frame and make it all ornate and everything and then where they were positioning it on the bulletin board like they did all of that so they had ownership of that yeah but it's a lot of work and yeah and then multiple classes you don't have time like you really have to like organize when you're able to do that with all of them if you're going to go down that path so I mean I only did that that way with fourth grade right you have to choose like one grade level or like one class like a focus grade focus unit yeah you can't even plan that for like two grade levels or multiple classes even because you might not even have the space to do that with them right yeah Uh, so then it's like you can't bulk plan if you don't have the space for that lesson who thought that displaying artwork would be more complex than it is simple and maybe people also can think about how there are jobs out there that do that in museums and other <laughs> content areas because it is a thing. Like, it is a huge undertaking. Yeah, like the preparator at museums. Yeah. yeah, it is. And that's something we can also talk to our students about, like connecting it to jobs and careers because a lot of, like, avid schools and stuff, like, we're avid now And there's, like, more of a focus on college and career readiness, like, that type of thing. But connecting any of our lessons to, like, also talking about, like, careers, jobs that have to do with that and getting them interested in that kind of just providing them that information is also helpful. But, yeah, that is is a job, an art job. Today's sponsor is Thumbtacks. You always have a mysteriously large amount of clear thumbtacks just I don't even know I don't even know if if anyone buys them they just appear they just show up I have boxes of them yeah when I inherited this room I inherited a bunch of clear thumbtacks like I do not need to buy them for a very long time I've I've never even seen them in the store like I don't think they I think they're just magical little art helpers that show up in our art classrooms and you don't even have to buy them. They're just there. The Thumbtack Fairy has delivered them only exclusively to the art teachers. 
I'm actually now going to ask other content area teachers if they have clear thumbtacks sitting in their closet or their room or if they even know what I'm talking about. And I'm going to come back with you on that poll. Think anyone else does. It's all. It does seem like a very art teacher thing. Like they're always there. I even it found is. clear thumbtacks in my toolbox when we were moving. Like I keep finding them yeah. and I thought I used them all. And I was like, why do I have so many? I have so many, it's ridiculous. Like I was going through my art closet and I just keep finding them everywhere. And I'm like, I never have to ever buy these in my life. Like they just appear. And somehow they're always there when you need them, you know? Yeah, except for when you pull out the one that's like bent. Or like the little end breaks off and so then it's sharp and it hurts. Yeah, that's a bummer too. Yeah. That's our episode on displaying artwork, ideas on how we manage it, what we think about it being a part of our job, and also ways that we're empowering students to help curate that process. We also have a few announcements that we want to tell you, our listeners, about. Yes, we are going to take a break from the podcast for the holidays. So we're going to take probably about a month off and from uh, recording and posting some, uh, yeah, posting our episodes. And we will still be active on Instagram if anyone reaches out to us there. But we're going to take a break a little bit for the holidays so we can uh, spend some time with our families and just relax and not do any art teacher and things for a few weeks uh, while it's crazy busy. And we will see you back here in January. 2023. 2023. So enjoy your holidays, whatever holidays you do or do not celebrate. We will see you next time on Those Art Teachers. Bye, not bye. Bye, not bye.